Welcome to the Rutledge Perspective Podcast. This podcast is for you, and I welcome you to come as you are. There is no judgment here, just folks doing everything they can to stand in their power and show up every single day. So if you're looking for inspiration, welcome. If you're looking to level up or to make a change or you just need a minute, welcome. And if you're looking for some perspective on your circumstances, either personal or professional, well, that's my jam. No matter why you're here, I'm glad you are. And this message is for you. Welcome to my village. Today, we're going to be talking about relationships, professional and personal relationships. And this, y'all, this is such an important topic. So, and the reason it's important is because there's so much rhetoric around, you know, relationships and you know, the friendships you build at work and, and, you know, the more, the deeper things that happen at work and, you know, you got your work friends and you got your real friends and you got all the stuff right now. Let me put this caveat by saying you got, you got to be you and you got to know how you build relationships. You got to do all that kind of stuff that you need to do. And there is a connection that can and does happen around relationships even in professional settings. So this weekend, this past weekend, I got together with three of my work girlfriends who have become life girlfriends. We met in the last organization I worked for and just became, we became really good friends. So the first one, we met when I got there. We were both in in human resources. When I took the VP, the first VP role, That's when I met her. She was running HR operations. She is now running a piece of the business in in Germany. And we met on this big HR team and just just connected immediately, right? For a number of reasons. One, because we were there and we were battling just the madness, but also because, you know, if you look around, there just weren't many people that looked like us. Now, at this point in time, there were four of us on this team, four black women on this team, which was highly unusual. Four black senior level women, which was extremely unusual. And so we met, got to be really, really great friends. Um, And it continued even as she moved out of HR and and we went through the the separation, all that kind of stuff. The other two, um, one came to be my um, head of diversity, equity, and inclusion. She is now a VP at a construction, a global construction firm, is a senior VP of diversity, equity, and inclusion at a, um, at a construction firm, a global construction firm. And the other one came to work for me. We had worked on a project together when she was at a different company. And um, then when I had an opening, she's like, yeah, I, I'd do that. Cause see that job that you have is, is like my ideal job. And I'm like, sure. And we, I mean, we just connect, right? And then when I left, she was my replacement. I had hired her knowing that um, she was the right person at the right time. I just knew it, right? She's, she's incredible um, and has been, had been in the HR space for a very long time, had been in the industry. I mean, just all the things. So that's how the four of us connected. And over time, not only because of, because of you know, personalities and shared experiences in this organization, but because of a true desire to connect and a need to 
have folks that were truly in your corner who you didn't have to like explain the whole history to and justify why you were feeling the way you're, none of that stuff. There was just this, this immediate kind of connection between the four of us. And so over time, we've all gone to do our own things. I'm like doing, running my own business. You know, one of them is again, um, a head of a business unit at this company um, globally. So she's a global head of a business unit. Um, the other two have gone off and, and, and are at Skanska. And then my other friend that was working for me and became my replacement is now the head of the America's region for a big chemical company um, for HR. You got a huge team. I'm actually gonna see her today. Um, and it's just, it's, we've all gone on to continue our lives and careers and all the things. And yet we were having our kind of check-in, realized that one of us was about to go through some stuff and we we're like, okay, well, let's just pick a date and we're going to all converge. And we did. We converged in Pittsburgh last weekend. And it was kind of weird for me because I had not been back to Pittsburgh since December of 2018. So it was just weird. It was really weird feeling. Um, recognizing the things, going through the airport, all the, all the things. It was just weird. And then we sat down. And it was like no time had passed, although it had. And what it made me start thinking about was, you know, we have all of these personal or professional friendships. Um, and one of the ones I consider family and in my village is actually listening this morning, um, who is at uh, Xerox, a really great company as well. And I got a chance to hang out with her a couple months ago. Um, what I realized was, and, and I think it's important for, for us to think about when we talk about relationships and careers and development, you know, we talk a lot about networking and we talk a lot about making sure you're known and all these kind of things. And we don't really talk about the depth of friendship and connection that can move from personal, from professional to personal and how important that is. So number one, especially if you are in an HR space, if you are in a potentially a finance space, but really an HR space, a legal space, or a very, very senior executive, it is, as they say, lonely at the top. And if you're in an HR space or a legal space, there's so much that you can't talk about, right? There's so much that you know, there's so much information that you're privy to that you just have to hold tight. You can't talk about it out loud with folks. It's just not, it can't be done because you can take down companies, you have compliance issues, depending on what's going on, like with mergers and acquisitions. There's some things you just can't talk about. And that's why you also have to be careful about who you have on your team, because if you can't handle sensitive information, you can't be in legal or HR and probably can't be in finance either. Right. And so there's there's this need to have people that you can talk to about the stuff that's going on personally, career wise, you know, talk through some things that are not necessarily connected or maybe right. Really have that confidential conversation in an organization about what's going on and why it's going on and how it's impacting you and how you should respond to it and all the things. You need that, that, that village, that professional village that you can rely on, that you can really connect to, to survive.
because corporate America is no joke, y'all. It's not. Once you get past that very entry level, it's a whole different plane. And the further you get up in the organization, the less it is about what you know and your technical expertise than it is about your political savvy and your ability to navigate situations. That's why I call myself the chief navigation officer, right? It's about navigation once you get to a certain point and up. So, you know, you got to find a way to develop those relationships internally that are your true confidential connections, uplifters, safe spaces, the folks that'll hold the mirror up in front of you and say, ooh, that was not good, right? You need to go fix that. You need all of those things in people in a professional setting. But here's the beauty in that. If you will allow the connections to be real, you gotta be discerning, right? Because you can't connect that way with everybody. But if you can allow the connections to be real, here's the beauty of that. Those shared experiences in a professional setting can be the foundation for true, lifelong, heartfelt, personal connections. These women that I hung out with this weekend, and it was short, it was a short visit. Like we had Saturday and we didn't do anything special, but it was all special, right? We went to the Phipps Conservatory and just looked at the Billy Porter thing. It was, it was phenomenal and just chatted. We had dinner and we just chatted. We had to figure out how to fight United and Delta, but we just chatted, right? And they were there with us when we were losing our minds behind this cancellation that United said was a technical difficulty, but we know because it was only 20 people on the plane, they just didn't want to run it that early because see, nobody's stupid. But we'll deal with that on a different day, right? We were there doing Oakmont Bakery. So if those of you are in Pittsburgh and haven't been to Oakmont, you need to go. It's an experience. I had never been. I just need you to know the minute you open the door, if you don't have type one or type two, you will just by smelling the air. Because it's, it's truly a bakery that is half a block long and starts with bread, ends with cookies, right? And everything in between. And so we did that. And then we had dinner, right? And then we just sat out on this terrace had little bites of the desserts and some coffee and just talked and laughed and relaxed. And it was a space where the masks were off. The masks were off. We talk about how we are in corporate America, right? And sometimes you just have to have that mask on. And it's not that you're not being who you are. It is that you are figuring out and deciding intentionally how you're going to present, how you're going to show up, right? Not code switching. Code switching says you truly can't be who you are. You are changing who you are for the environment. That's what I'm not, that's not what I'm talking about. I am talking about that, that learned behavior, learned professional behavior of being appropriate for the situation you're in or understanding enough about it that you can modify your words, your tone, your behavior to ensure your message gets across. That's what I'm talking about, right? And then some of it is putting your mask on because see, there are some things that you really know are inappropriate and that you need to address and there's a way you really want to address them, but you can't. So you, you, you show up authentically you, but they don't get 100% you. So when you, when you find those people, it is this connection and this strength that comes Yes, from shared experiences, both professional and personal, 
but also from a deep connection that is seated in a true desire and concern for and love for and admiration and appreciation for the other person, right? It is a true friendship and relationship and it is not self-serving. It is not the ladder climbing. It is not the ego boosting. Because again, folks that are real that are in your relationship are going to be the ones that can slam your ego better than anybody else. (laughs) They're the ones that are going to call you on the carpet when you messed up, right? So this is not about ego pumping up, but it is about a combination of celebration and uplift and love and support and a true desire to see the success of the other person and to remind the other person how fabulous they are, despite what the world is telling them, right? It's about laughing. It's about crying. It's about being able to be who you are all the time, all the time, to be able to be vulnerable, right? And so I think sometimes, and I would challenge you, when you think about your professional and personal relationships, I want us to reframe those boundaries we set. Now, in that reframing, let me put a little caveat there. If you are a woman who looks like me or in any community that is a person of color or a woman and person of color, right? There's only a certain amount of vulnerability that you can allow depending on your environment. You got to be really savvy about the environment in which you're operating, right? So I don't want anybody to put themselves at risk. That's not what I'm talking about. What I am talking about is being really discerning, listening actively, paying attention to the environment in which you're operating and seeking out those folks that are true allies to you, not just professionally, but also personally. Those folks who truly have your back, those folks who are going to tell you, don't leave any money on the table. I know you're leaving. I don't want you to go. I really don't want you to go, but you're not leaving any money on the table because see that other person didn't. So we're going to make sure that however you leave, you get every dime that's coming to you. That's who you want in your corner. You want the person that you can call and say, okay, look, (laughs) here's what I really want to say. And I just need to get this out so that I can then go have the conversation that's still clear, but is not as candid as my spirit is telling me I want it to be right now, right? Those real relationships that turn into a support system that is invaluable, that is priceless, right? I think back to just that 36 hours, not even 48 hours, right? I think back to that time over the weekend and I needed it. I think I posted that. I needed it more and I'll post some more pictures. I needed it more than I even realized to just sit and think and laugh and talk and to have somebody look at you and say, no, you're not crazy. (laughs) Wait, what? Because there were a couple of times when one of us told the rest of the team, the rest of the group about something that was going on and we all had that same face. (laughs) Like, No, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. That's not what we're doing today. So, you know, and here's how we're going to address that. And let us know if you need to put us on speed dial. We got the bail money ready. Right. So it's that kind of stuff. The people who are like, look, 
we got you. Ride or die. Let me know how I need to show up. Are we, are we showing up in suits? Are we showing up in tennis shoes, right? And jeans. How, how are we showing up? Because we got you, right? It's that true professional connection that sees the vision of where you're trying to go and what you're trying to do and the impact that you can and are making, right? And really has a connection to your overall goals and desires and is doing everything in their power to understand and help you get there, right? And is willing and able to also not only pull you aside to give you a safe space to cry, a safe space to scream and yell, but also a place that says, yeah, you know what? You're right. You're right. And this is unacceptable. So here's how we're going to strategize about this because I need to get in this too. But before I do that, I want to make sure you're cool with that. Right. I can't tell you how many times of these three women, especially when we were in the same organization that we talk about something like, I got you. So here's what I'm going to do. And here's what you're going to do. Because we need people to know we see you. We see you. We, mm-mm-mm. And we're not stupid and we're not going to let that slide. And we're going to do it in a way where it's really clear. And because we are savvy enough, we're also going to do it in a way that you can't claim that we did something wrong because we didn't. What we did is spoke truth to power. So you can keep trying to lie, but you can't say you didn't know. You can't say you didn't know because you didn't know because we told you. Right. Those are the kind of people that you need in your professional corner. And they're the kind of people that become lifelong friends because they are the ones that understand the vulnerability, the challenge, the climb, the mountain, all of that madness just to show up every day in your power. And it's a struggle more days than not. Even if you're in a job you love at a company you truly admire, there are going to be times when you're like, they, wait, am I in an alternate universe? Because something happened right? There are going to be times that that happens for you and you need those folks that are going to be like, right, we ride it on, right? We got you. We got you. And we're going to get strategic about it. One of them always says, look, I know how not to bring a knife to a gunfight. I know how to be strategic. I just keep in my mind all of these things because see all of that stuff is going to add up. And when the time is right, that's when it's all going to come about. And you need that person that's going to help you be less emotional and more strategic. Because when you operate in emotion, you hurt you, not them. When you operate in emotion, you are quick to respond and aren't really listening or thinking down the line. And you heard me, proper prior planning prevents poor performance. You need to think about what you're getting ready to do. Now, there are some bridges that need to be burned to the ground, ashes only left. And those bridges are pretty few and far between. Some bridges just need to be heated up a little bit. Some folks just need to be reminded of who you are and how smart you are and how unwilling you are to be mistreated. And you don't have to be nasty or ugly about that. You just have to be clear. But having those folks around you that you can go to and say, look, I need I need to run this by you because here's here's what happened. Here's what I heard. Here's what it made me feel. And here's what I think I'm getting ready to do. But I need to run it by somebody before I do something stupid. Because see, right now I'm angry or I'm hurt or I'm disappointed. Right now my emotions are leading. So I need to get all of that out. Right. Those people with whom you can write hot, but send cold. 
We all need those. The people you can go to and you don't have to start over. They just get it, right? They just get it. And I am so fortunate to not only have these women, but I have several groups of women. My Y'all, my village is strong and it is tight. And I would not be here without them. And one of my one of the people in my village who I've known since grad school, Leela, I got your voicemail, um, your voice note, sent me the most amazing note yesterday. I was bowed up and I did not get a chance to get back to her. And I'm going to do that today. And we will get our spa picture this year. I'm thinking September. One of my really good friends um, sent me the most amazing note yesterday. And it was so timely. And this is the thing. When people are connected to you like that, they may not know, but they know what you need. They may not know what it is about the timing that's telling them, just call, just reach out, just do. They just know. And then they act, right? I'm going to get a chance to see my other set of girlfriends as my, my friends for life, right? We've known each other since our mothers were pregnant. That's how long we've been together. So 50 plus years, we've been friends. Going to get to hang out with them in a couple of weekends. And a couple of them are going through some stuff, right? And we got parents going through some stuff. And and we're going to get to hang out and eat and laugh. And I mean, and it's like time melts away. And these relationships are relationships that not only ground us, especially from a professional perspective, not only ground us, but they truly are the reason why we're here, y'all. None of us gets through this life alone. Not a single person gets through this life alone. And allowing yourself to find and have and nurture and believe in those relationships is what keeps us going. It's what keeps us able to function and function well, right? Those folks that you can just literally let your hair down and say, I can't, I can't do one more thing. I can't. The folks who say, I'm showing up. I mean, because that's what we did this week. And we're like, we're, uh, yep. Okay. So I'm booked. <laughs> Are you booked? I'm Here's where I'm going. Somebody else booked a hotel. We booked flights. We Somebody else got restaurant, right? Because we were coming. So it wasn't, not, wasn't a question of whether or not we were coming. We were coming. The question was, what are we doing when we get there? Because we're, we're going to be there. So that's, that's just, that was just the thing, right? And all of my girlfriends, there's another set that I've got to, I'm going to, there's two more, right? That we're, we're getting ready to get on a call. I'm getting ready to send y'all some Zooms and just say, come on, somebody come. Let's just, I need to see faces and hear voices again. And many of them, many of them, have moved from professional to personal. They started as someone I met at work. And y'all have heard me say, I am very much an ambivert, right? I am, I am introverted, but I present as extroverted. I got these small groups of folks that are really important to me, that I love, that I like spending time with, that give me energy that understand that when it gets dark, my brain goes dark and they got to keep me up and moving or I'm out, right? And there's no judgment. People that give and support as much as they need and need support, right? It is a constant balance of give and take without thought. It just happens. And so if you're in an organization right now and you don't have professional folks that are your ride or die. I need you to start working on that. And I mean true ride or die. I mean, you've got to be discerning because it's not everybody. And it may not be the person you think it is. As my cousins have said, I've heard them say a lot, you know, not all skin folks are kin folks. 
So just because the person looks like you experienced, theoretically, what you experienced came from the same town, came from the same side of the tracks, went to the same school, that does not mean that that's your ride or die. In fact, sometimes those shared experience give an opportunity for somebody to get in and get real tight with nefarious intent. Be discerning. Don't be scared, but be discerning and find that person or persons that are really going to be your grounding force, your connection, your I need to close the door and vent person in that professional life. And then as you continue to live every day that is given to you, where are those personal relationships and are some of those professional ones really sent to you to become personal ones? I'm telling you, I would not be doing what I'm doing the way I'm doing it without the support of these folks who have known me professionally and personally, who have seen the work that I do, right? So they can vouch for the fact that I know what I'm doing, but they can also vouch for the fact of I am who I am and that what you see is what you get. And that I'm always going to speak the truth, but I'm also going to be mindful of how I speak it. That I am in it to win it until I'm done. And when I'm done, I'm not mad and angry and screaming and yelling, but I'm done and I'm going to be clear. It is just, it is, as, as one of my friends in California said, you just no longer on the list. You no longer exist for me. I'm not spending any more energy when I'm done. And having those friends, those professional friends that tell you, okay, I need you to breathe and just rethink that. And those personal friends who are like, yeah, mm -hmm, we tried to tell you, but see, you weren't ready. But yeah, it's time for that one to be done, right? That's the kind of relationship that is so important for your success and for your emotional, mental, psychological, physical health. Those folks who are going to let you cry, those folks who are going to make you laugh, those folks who are going to challenge you, those folks who are going to take you to Oakmont Bakery and have you eat more sugar than you should in a year, right? and be right there with you. You have been listening to the Rutledge Perspective Podcast. Thank you so much for downloading and for connecting. You can find previous episodes of the podcast on my website at laurelrutledge.com forward slash podcast. You can also find me on social media at Laurel K. Rutledge and or The Rutledge Perspective. And I'd love your perspective on the things we talk about. And if there's a specific topic you want me to cover, just let me know. And please share this podcast with someone in your village who may need this little piece of perspective today. And if you're so inclined, I would really appreciate a five-star rating and review on the platform of your choice. Apple Podcasts and Spotify reviews are particularly helpful. Thank you again for listening. Take care. <laughs>